Tired of restless nights? At Lisa, we know good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. From memory foam mattresses to hybrids that keep you cool all night long, Lisa's mattresses offer exceptional comfort and support with free delivery and 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. Get in zone, AutoZone. Welcome to AutoZone. What are you working on today? Ah, thinking about gas mileage. You know, changing your oil with a full synthetic oil like Castrol Edge can help your engine get more miles. Right now, you can get five quarts with an STP Extended Life oil filter for only $36.99. Get started on your next job today with the parts you need when you need them at AutoZone or AutoZone.com. Get in zone, AutoZone. Restrictions apply. It's time for the Happy Half Hour with your friends, Kristen Balboni, Will Bryan, and Darren Gant. Welcome to the Happy Half Hour, the official first one of 2022. We're going to call this the first one of 2022. It feels like it now. Page has been turned, and we've since retired McMixon. One month on the on the podcast, and he just decided that was it. Yeah, he's done with had this whole enough. thing. Yeah, that, that was enough to make him walk away from football in general. Is hanging out with us for a month. You, I got to tell you, you kind of jacked me up the other week. When oh you, no! You referred to something as the twenty one twenty two NFL season, and oh, I re- gosh. and I reject that out of hand. I am not going to accept that construction, even though. The league keeps pushing it back, pushing it back till they get to the President's Day Super Bowl that they so desperately want. But even though the last couple weeks of the season and the playoffs happened in 22, that was the 2021 season. That I, is how I will refer to it I've still forever. Re- I'm still writing 2021 on stuff. I don't know yeah. what I've messed up in some sort of thing online by writing the wrong year on it, but I, I have not been able to yeah get, you get sent me yet. something I, i'm or sorry put it in an email or something about the 21 22 season i was like no 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 i'll i'll take that okay i'll wear that i i would ask you if you wrote it on one of your checks but what's the chance a millennial like you writes checks anymore what is that <laughs> do you own a physical checkbook uh yes but i don't know where it is i think it's somewhere in my drawer i haven't used it in a long time do you balance your checkbook or do you just look online and hope the magic money fairies have left you with more than you've spent they're not fairies they're it's it's they're little pop-up things and they tell you you're doing great i have an app for that yes i have a check register that tells me exactly how much i've spent (laughs) but see if you're not writing checks balancing a checkbook is a eh, it's It's a whole it's a daily thing You, you you get up in the morning you make yourself a pot of coffee you do the wordle, you balance your checkbook, and then you move on with your day. I, I haven't tried to expose you, but I've had three straight wordles where I got them on line three. And it's I didn't impressive. I didn't I didn't want to just throw you off. Do you have a singular word that you always start with on the no, wordle? No. You just I don't. go with whatever. I read a story, I think it was on the ringer the other day, and I admire this guy and I hate him because he's funnier than I am, but he said his first word on wordle is always farts. <laughs> and you know it's probably not the it's a not a bad word because the a the r the t the s i mean it's like wheel sure. of fortune you get yeah, the r s t l n e 
uh, right off the top. But so you get most of those right off the bat, but it's probably not ever going to be farts. I mean, F, but if but F, if it F, ever was, F's a weird first letter yeah. though. Yeah. So I don't hey, usually interject, but I have to ask. I don't know what the I don't know what Wordle is. Wordle I've, I've looked, is an, I can't find it. Can an, someone explain it? If you Google Wordle, W-O-R-D-L-E, it'll send you to the website, and it's a daily word puzzle. It's like the game Mastermind with the colored pegs, and you had to you would get credit for right color, wrong spot, that kind of thing. And okay. it's and it's that except with words, all five letter words, and so you get credit for right letter, wrong spot green if it's right letter right spot and then you kind of go down the line you got six tries to try to get the word all right well no longer left out then thank you yeah it's super fun darren reminds me every morning of of his wordle he starts his day with a wordle post on twitter at least for the last couple days i'm not going to be that guy who does it every day (laughs) but i did a couple of them and then i got one wrong i didn't get it correct a couple days ago and it really angered me ruined Mm. ruined the whole day not really so darren let's talk about this football team yeah, I guess we gotta. Yeah. Um, at least one last time. That didn't go right. That was not what anybody was looking for out of the 2021 Carolina Panthers. And, you know, I mean, it's we have talked over the course of the year about all the things that went wrong. And I think there were surprises along the way. There were disappointments along the way. But a lot of the stuff that went wrong was stuff you could reasonably have predicted Going into the year, I mean, we knew based on what they spent or didn't spend on offensive linemen and the fact that they this franchise over the last decade hasn't invested in offensive linemen, that offensive line was going to be a problem. Surprise. They gave up 52 sacks, fifth most in the league, and played 13 different combination of dudes in 17 games. That was a problem, and they're going to work on that. Um, we thought the defense was going to be pretty good. It was, for the most part, there are things you don't love about it. It was a little light in the seat of the pants up front. People ran on them over the course of the year, but that's what happens when you got 500 pounds of pass rusher at mm-hmm. your two-end spots. Yeah. Um, they weren't particularly deep at, you know, Rule talked about this a lot. He talked about playing in the NFC South, you want to be built to rush the passer and defend man-to-man. So they had a bunch of corners. And they were good, and that secondary was really good until they started ding, 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 mm-hmm. getting hurt all the way down the line. And then by the end of the year, you're out there playing with Stanley Thomas Oliver and Madre Harper and Keith Taylor and wondering why Tom Brady's right. putting 41 on you. Well, that's why, because Stephon Gilmore's out with COVID, and Dante Jackson and J.C. Horn are on IR, and so is A.J. Bouye. I mean, it's, you know, a lot of stuff, and it was cascading stuff. So the defense was good. Then erosion sort of happened, and it was less good down the stretch. And, I mean, honestly, though, it was just a defense that got worn out, carrying the load for the whole year. I mean, that offense was bad. And it was bad because the offensive line wasn't sustainable. It was bad because Christian McCaffrey got hurt again. And it was bad because of those first two things, none of the quarterbacks, none of the three quarterbacks they started this year, and anytime you use that sentence, that's a red flag, (laughs) Uh, none of the three quarterbacks were enough to overcome those first two things. And, and I I think that once you got into December, you know, there, you can look at or people may look at this stat or that stat over the course of the season or this game in December or January. I mean, I think once, once the playoffs were out and once it was just obvious this offense wasn't going to be able to play and score at the level they needed to to – 
to necessarily look at, you know, right. this happened on defense or that happened. I mean, I think it, at some point you're just – it's not really relevant. You right. Know, it, 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 it didn't really matter. I mean, looking back on this thing, the season ended in Miami. Yeah. The season ended in Miami when you got your heads beat in uh, by a Dolphins defense that is built on that same Patriots platform mm-hmm. that beat your head in here. And you're five, you're five and seven – all the good feelings from Arizona feel like a hundred years ago. You fire a coordinator, and then the last couple of weeks were just hanging on for dear life and trying to get through it. I mean, there were individual things you could take from the last month of the season. Oh, look, Brady Christensen, he looked okay. Um, little stuff like that. But, you know, for the historical scope of this thing, the season ended in mm-hmm. Miami, and then now it's just on to the next thing. And so- it is on to the next thing. Right. So as you look at that, there's a you know a little bit of a timeline that we're going to be a part of here, and I think maybe the first chapter of it, the first step is you know who are they going to hire, offensive coordinator, and then subsequently these kind of positions, offensive line, defensive line, yeah. and special teams. And I think it's all going to flow from there. But I think the first step is the guy doing the hiring. Right. And it's Matt. And it's I know a lot of people. You know the people who live online. Um, and live to be angry online, aren't thrilled about it, and a lot of fans aren't thrilled about it. We've heard them uh, all over town and all over the radio and at basketball games and stuff. And Matt Rule's not horribly popular, but Matt Rule's here. And, you know, that was, you know, I think I will – we haven't heard from Tepper yet. I assume that at some point this offseason we will, and I think what he's going to say is some version of – I told you Rome wasn't built in a day. I told you this was going to take a minute. I told you we were looking at a couple, three, four, five years to get the organization where we wanted to be. And I and I think there is, you know, in, in people who, it's like political opinions. People made up their mind early on on this, and they're never going to change. Mm-hmm. But I think, you know, there is something to be said, whether you like the particular parts of it or not, there's something to be said for don't want to be the guy that fires coach every two years. Yeah. Don't want to be the Jacksonville Jaguars. Don't want to be the New York Giants. Don't want to be the Jets. Don't want to be those teams down there in that range of the NFL. And certainly it hadn't gone the way anybody anticipated um, for a lot of reasons, and we could chop it up a hundred ways. But, you know, I think now it's on Matt to find – an offensive coordinator. And you've heard me joke over the years, Will, the, the number one rule in coaching searches is if the last guy was fat, the next guy will be skinny. The last offensive coordinator was Joe Brady. The mm-hmm. next offensive coordinator is going to have some skins on the wall. He's yep. going to be an older dude who's called plays in the NFL before. And it may not be a name that's sexy or, you know, whatever, lights up the phone lines at the sports talk radio station. But I think they need to add – some degree of NFL experience and credibility to that offense as they begin to build. Because we've talked about it over and over. They are going to spend money in draft picks on offensive linemen. They are going to continue to look for an answer at quarterback. Now, I don't know if that answer looks like an Andy Dalton or a Case Keenum or whatever, fill in the blank. You're, you know, you're a faceless NFL veteran to come in and lend some stability to this thing along with Sam Darnold. Or it means drafting Kenny Pickett or whatever it happens to be. But I know step one is going to be free agency where mm-hmm. this thing's going to look different. Yep. And it's absolutely coming. Brace yourselves for it. 
you know, somebody you love on that defense probably ain't going to be here again next year. Uh, somebody they really need is going to walk in the door pretty early in free agency, and and you expect it, I expect it, to be one of them statement of intent signings. Mm-hmm. I, I think something's coming on March 16th, 14th, 16th, 14th. whatever the Wednesday is, yep. 14th. Um. Look at me. Whatever that Wednesday in the middle of March is, because I already know what my spring's going to look like based uh-huh. on the football calendar. Yep. Somebody's coming, and it's gonna. We're going to hear about it during the legal tampering period because it's going to be that level of signing, and they're going to be able to say, "See, this is what we mean. We told you we're going to do this, and here it is." And I don't know what the particular name's going to be. I got a couple ideas, but it's. I think. It's reasonable to anticipate they're going to prove to you they mean it when they say they're going to fix that offensive line. Does that line need it both in free agency and the draft? Uh-huh. Or is it one, it's one or the other, or it's yeah, both? Yeah, I think it's both. Yeah. I mean, honestly, if you go out and, you know, right now they're picking sixth. If you go out in free agency and sign a left tackle like Teron Armstead, boom. Then you take Brady Christensen, and he's your left guard. Mm-hmm. And now what you've got to do is find a right guard to go with the right tackle and Taylor Moten, who we already know is pretty good. And then this thing looks all right. And then you get to the sixth pick in the draft, and if you have a chance to draft an Evan Neal, you draft him anyway. Yeah. And you figure out where people go. Then he goes at left guard for a year while – Brady plays right guard, and, you know, you put those pieces together after the fact. But I think they got to consider using them both, whether it's Evan Neal, Charles Cross, Ike Aquanu, kid from Charlotte, um, NC State guy. Any of those tackles I think is going to be in play. We're going to write about them a lot over the next four months. Um, you know, and again, those free agents. I mean, there are big names out there. I mean, I just mentioned Armstead. Andrew Norwell, the great white buffalo, is going to be a free agent. Um, Brandon Scherf. I mean, there are big-ticket guys. I think when people think of splash signings in free agency, you think of a big receiver, somebody who's going to score touchdowns or get a bunch of sacks, but a guard who can keep the flies off whatever quarterback it is, make you a little bit stouter in the run game, fix things around Christian, and, you know, beefing up the running game around him. I think all those things have to happen. What do you – you're heading down to Mobile Sounds in a couple like weeks. It. I, maybe. Taylor Zars are probably going to yell at me for saying it wrong. I think it's – is it Mobile or Mobile? Mobile. Mobile? Whichever one I say, it's wrong, and Taylor always likes to correct me on that. Cause it's not Mobile. Down. It's Mobile. It, it, well, it – Mobile? It, it's either Mobile or Mobile. Oh. Okay. It's not mobile, obviously, or mobile, but I can't I can't remember if it's mobile or mobile. I think it's mobile. Who are you uh have you you probably haven't gotten there yet. We're it's it's, it's Thursday. We're 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 still just doing the wordle. Yeah. Is there it, what do you what's the difference from a scouting standpoint from a Scott Fitterer standpoint? What's the difference between the senior bowl and the combine? For those that may not be all that plugged into well the senior bowl practices are the key i mean the game doesn't matter nobody pays attention to the game they just the game's there because they got to have television inventory sure um the practices are the deal and and you can watch people do football 
Um, and it's one of those corny things scouts say. You can feel their size. Hmm. You can, you know, last year, for instance, last year at the Senior Bowl, you watched Deontay Brown practice all week, and it's like, my God, this man is massive. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you got a sense for how he moves as a massive person who you knew if you drafted him you want to be less massive. And just seeing the way he moves at that size and all the stuff he can do, I think that's part of it. I mean, the combine has become, like a lot of things in the NFL TV inventory, it's it's a it's the HR department for the NFL. It's the place you go and fill out your forms. Yeah. And everybody fills out height, weight, 40 time, arm length, hand size. Love hand sizes. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're going to find out a lot about hand size. Kenny Pickett, does he have small hands? Um, you know, we'll do all the measurements. And, and it's just a place to go to collect the measurements. I don't think you, you know – fall in love with anybody based on the drills you see people do at the Combine. It's just a place where you go to get the standardized information. The medical is the most important part. The interviews are the next most important part. Then you get down to everybody filling out the form, you know, your job application with all your 40 times and bench press reps and that kind of stuff. How how much do you put on some I mean every year you get those like one or two stories that come out of those interviews where it's just like oh this guy said this or you know this on this you right. know on the test that he did he thinks he's a cat instead of a dog right you know, you know or doesn't like football or you know enjoys playing the wordle and more right. than he loves being a quarterback or the, something the good news is the league doesn't wonder lick anymore yeah and that's one of my little pet things because I believe that people learn differently and that intelligence is not a thing you can measure in only one way, in only one lane. Some guys learn differently. Some guys are visual learners, spatial learners, test takers. It's a hundred different ways. And the thing we mean by intelligence means a million things to a million different people. Um, There are people who scored low on Wonderlicks and got shamed by it who were incredibly smart football players. Um, We've seen that here without getting into names because, again, I hate it because it got used as a – Scarlet mm-hmm. letter on guys in a, mm-hmm. in a way to shame people uh, for reasons I don't really understand why people get a kick out of doing. Um, so, I mean, that's gone away. I mean, all of that all of that stuff is just part of the equation. I mean, it's it's one more thing, and you get all those measurables down. Sorry, I got on my Wonderlick rant. Yeah, no, I, I forgot. The- I, 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 I like it. I didn't really – I mean, that's good for me. I didn't know that it was gone. Yeah. So I'm, I'm glad to hear that. Um. Obviously, we we have a lot coming up. There's, you know, we're just getting started. It's it's just early January. So, yeah, it is. You know, so I'm not. We're not going to go too far into I every took single a day prospect. off yesterday, and it was glorious. You should take a day off tomorrow too. You you've earned it. Man, I don't know. We'll see. But I mean, I I thought about this actively in the middle of the day, and I was doing some I was doing some football adjacent stuff yesterday. <laughs> But I didn't write a word for this website about the Carolina Panthers for probably the first time since the middle of July. I like that. And it was pretty neat. I'm yeah. not going to lie. Yeah. Daddy that's, needed a day off. That's good, Darren. It's. Uh, I think I'm going to go home today and roast a chicken or something. So okay. It's Yeah. So, off-season is good. So I, I want to end this for, for this off-season, um, or at least today's podcast. There's a, there's a great little tweet going around that a bunch of uh, your friends and our verified friends are quote-tweeting with, your goofiest sports take, this is from Mina, your goofiest sports take that you actually kind of believe is true. 
and there's any number of crazy things that are out there that are around this. So I was curious what may fall into your uh, into your horizon. Well, there's a couple. I mean, the the one thing I believe is true that sounds kind of crazy is that Ted Williams' head is frozen in some cryogenic bank in an underground lab in Florida, in hopes of reanimating <laughs> the greatest hitter who's ever lived. I you know. I've seen that debunk, but I want to believe that's true because I want to believe that oh my gosh. we could do that, that we could reanimate Ted Williams. Um, <laughs> the sports thing that I believe in my heart is that half-court shots in basketball should count four points mm-hmm. and that any field goal longer than 50 should also count four points and anything over 60 should count five. That's incredible. I think it'd be super fun. Yeah. I mean, and why game, not? You know, because you've seen coaches try to freeze kickers and try to drop. And the difference between a 49 and a 50, if you're confident your guy can hit a 54 yarder and you're lined up at 54, take that delay a game. Back him up five for mm-hmm. the extra point. Mm-hmm. Let's have, so, you know, people think analytics has gone a little overboard. Put something like that in and watch Brandon Staley's head explode. <laughs> Speaking of, of game. that was going to be one of mine uh, that that someone from somewhere made a call down to the sidelines with about 50 seconds left and said, all right, guys, enough of this. We've got all the ratings. This game needs to end in a win. We're, we're not ending this thing in a tie. That would imply centralized planning of a scarce good or commodity. That never happens. What about this? I would or, have been all for it. Now, you know, people were joking <laughs> online about – both teams should take knees the uh-huh. entire game. Yeah. And, I mean, as an agent of chaos, I would have enjoyed seeing that at a personal level. But um, I understand why it can't happen. You have to have integrity of the game because reasons. Right. Um, but I do think there was a point, and it certainly looked like, and I kept myself up way too late the other night in Tampa, stuck watching that the end of that thing. Because I believe the Raiders were content to mm-hmm. take that tie. Right. Until Staley called the timeout. And then it's like, all right, big boy, fine. You you want to play it like that? We're going to kick this ball and win this game. But weren't they still going to run a play? Yeah, they were still going to run a play, but I think they ran it differently. They were running that same little goofy sure. you know, run that you know wasn't really designed. And then I think it kind of got their attention. It's like, all right, let's do this. And then they make a play, and then it's a makeable field goal. So you go ahead. But I, the Raiders certainly had the posture of a team that was content to take that tie. Both of them slide on into the playoffs. I mean, it's it, it, it was incredible, incredible drama. Yeah, it, unless you're Mike Tomlin. Yeah, who I admire. Who slept through it. Who admire because Mike Tomlin not only fell asleep on it, but admitted falling asleep. It's incredible. It. That man's secure in his own skin. Yeah, that's for sure. I, I was also going to say I I hate the fumble out of the end zone rule. You know, I I think I think the diving with the ball outstretched for the pylon is one of the coolest plays in football. And the idea that we're you know saying that this is a this is a thing we don't want people to do because it's you know you're disincentivized from doing it. I, sure. I don't know. I I think if you had to create the five most indelible images of the Carolina Panthers' mm-hmm. history mm-hmm. over, what, 27 years now? 27? 26. 27, I think, now. 27. Uh, Deshaun Foster in Philadelphia in the playoffs in the 03 season, even mm-hmm. though it was in 04. Um, 
Deshaun Foster breaking 19 tackles and flying to the pylon with the ball out like that. That's one of the coolest pictures in in the world. So, yes, I want to see more cool stuff like that. And then a week later, he did it again in the Super Bowl when he kind of flew with the ball outstretched. I mean, think of, I I, I don't know, I I think it's one of the coolest plays in football. And every time that you say, oh, that's not what we do, you know, like whatever. It's fun. This is fun. It's sports ball. Let's have fun. Yeah. Anyway. Well, this has been fun, Darren. Yeah. We'll have fun. Yeah, we're going to keep trying. We're going to keep going at this thing. Here's the thing, and I believe this with all my heart. We take what we do here seriously, but this is not serious. This is football. And I know there are a lot of people angry about the way that this thing went down this year and yelled and hollered and vented on Twitter and online and called radio stations and went on message boards and all that kind of stuff. But it's ball. And, you know, it's good that people – uh, have a chance to come together. I think it's one of the great – I think it's one of the truly neat things sports can do is bring a community together, but it needs to be part of your community. You know, you also need to be in a bowling league or go yeah. to church or volunteer or take your kids to scout meetings or adopt a dog and pet it every now and then before you rage tweet at somebody at <laughs> 1030 at night. Um, you know, do all these those things. This can be a part of it. It's a fun part. It needs to be a fun part. And that's not to say it's always going to be fun. It's life. It doesn't always go your way. You don't always get to win. Not everybody does. But I, I do believe that, you know, there's a time and a place for yelling and hollering and honest accountings of things. And there's time and a place to remember, all right, that didn't work. What's next? Yep. And that's kind of where we are right now. That note, thanks for listening, everyone. Yeah, yeah. of restless nights? At Lisa, we know good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. From memory foam mattresses to hybrids that keep you cool all night long, Lisa's mattresses offer exceptional comfort and support with free delivery and 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. Hey guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.